Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Can you hear me? That is the question. Can you hear me? I have faith. I have faith that the microphone is going to work. That the cord is plugged in. I have faith. (laughs) I just want you to know you are in for it tonight. These next four hours, you are in for it. Because your host is fired up. Let's go. Do you know what tonight is? Well, tonight is a lot of things. Tonight is the kickoff to week 17 in the NFL. Tonight is our last show before the college football playoff and the national semifinals. Tonight is our last show of 2022. And crazy but true, tonight is my last show Before CBS Sports Radio marks its 10-year anniversary. That comes up on Sunday. I will share a little bit with you as we head through this edition of a show. That will be my last one in 10 years here at the network. About the decision I made. It was a tough one to make the jump to CBS Sports Radio when it was a startup operation In late 2012, my very first show here on CBS Sports Radio was not called After Hours. It did not have a name. You all helped me name it. It was a listener contest. I still remember who it was that provided the winning name for the show. Oy, I can also tell you this. Some of the creepy names that you guys came up with. January 3rd. 2013, my very first show, it was a Friday overnight, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday evenings. That was when I started. Two years in, made the leap to this time slot, Sunday through Thursday nights, or for those of you who listen early morning, Monday through Friday mornings. And this is where I have remained for eight years. And by the time my current contract is up, it'll be 10 years. So you're stuck with me for at least two more. 
I can't tell you you're going to have me after that because I can't predict the future. Also, I get the itch sometimes. But 10 years, nothing to sneeze at in this business. As one of the original employees of CBS Sports Radio, I always mark the anniversary, and this is a biggie. So I'll have a couple of stories to share with you about the launching of the network and the decision that I had to make. It's been a lot of highs, but it's also been some lows. The pandemic, of course, working from home, seeing my boss get forced out. That was really difficult. Best boss I ever had. Still miss him. Losing the people that we've lost. Seeing our network roster shrink because of cutbacks and layoffs. It's also a reality for a lot of companies and industries over the last few years. It's not been all sunshine and roses, but I will tell you, it was the best career move I ever made to leave my previous network, to take a leap of faith, and to start over. I marked my 40th birthday here on CBS Sports Radio. It's uh, definitely been a decade that has passed by in a flash, in a blur at times. And yet, as I look back, oh my gosh, Penny wasn't even three years old when we started the network. Now the dog is 13 plus. We just went to the vet on Thursday. It's one of the reasons why I had the night off last night. It's because I had a bunch of appointments today. Penny may be looking at a surgical procedure. Oh dear. (laughs) My dog is so melodramatic. She tried to hide under the chair in the vet's exam room on Thursday. (laughs) She was three. She was actually not even three when I first joined the network. And now the dog is slower than molasses and teaching me patience on a daily basis. Man. That was forever ago, and yet it seems like it was yesterday. Crazy but true. We're about to mark 10 years here on CBS Sports Radio. So for that reason, I'm fired up. I'm excited to spend these last few hours with you Before we head into the New Year's weekend, I would love to hear from you. Oh my goodness, our Facebook page did not even exist until about year number two or three. And now we have 43,000 followers on our Facebook page. So we've grown in crazy ways. I know social media is, and and really Facebook is the devil, but I, I know social media is only a small measure of how we've grown but it is part of the equation. Same thing on Twitter. We did not have a show Twitter account. My Twitter account had maybe 5,000 followers, maybe. My friends used to think that was a big deal. I try to tell them, (laughs) no, it's really not if you think about the, the other people in our business who are big time. So we've grown on social media. We've grown in terms of the expectations for this show, the number of listeners, of course. I'm sure we've lost a few listeners along the way, so people tell me every now and then. It's been one heck of a ride, and I don't know if it means another decade in the future. I highly doubt it. I got to tell you, I highly doubt it. I'm just being fair. Being being frank and being honest, I can't imagine doing 10 more years of this. <laughs> And, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, I love radio far more than I love sports, which is saying something. I'm a radio junkie since age 16. 
Radio's all I've ever wanted to do since I was 16 years old. But there are other ways to do radio and not just the sports radio. And I think you, if you've listened to me over the last 10 years, you know that my style has changed immensely. I used to be straight up sports and I'm not anymore. And I think when you have to do four months of radio shows, sports radio shows during a pandemic where there are no sports, well, then you got to figure things out. But I've noticed over the last 10 years that many of you care far more about my stupid stories, my family nonsense, my incredible grandmother, my dog, my travels, buying a house, moving, Relating to some of the difficulties in life. And 2022 was one of the most difficult years I can remember. And so I've noticed that you all seem to connect and relate to me more over my personal life than you do over my sports opinions. And that's totally fine. It's been quite a journey. So even as sports radio, CBS Sports Radio, prepares for its 10th birthday and our milestone anniversary comes up on Sunday, I just want to say thank you. Thanks for being along for the ride. You can find me on Twitter, ALaw Radio. I did put up a post on Twitter, and many of you are responding already. But if you're new to the show, well, hey, you're just in time. <laughs> so find me on Twitter, or our show Twitter is After Hours CBS, and we will have... Our Game of the Week poll. It's been a couple weeks because of our strange schedule. Being in and out of the office. Having to use up the rest of my days before the end of the year. You know those use it or lose it days. And so we'll have our Game of the Week poll. We'll get that up pretty soon. And I want to hear from you. Where do you listen? How do you listen? How long have you been listening? Whatever it is that you want to share with me. Maybe you have a New Year's resolution, and that's what you want to share with me, and that is totally fine. Whatever floats your boat, peeps. So on Twitter or on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, because it is a necessary evil. (laughs) Our phone number is 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm just so relieved that the mic cord is plugged in. 25 years of radio. It was a first on Tuesday night. The mic cord unplugged. Whoever unplugs a mic cord, I have no idea. But it was the last thing that I thought to check. (laughs) So many of you, it's it's pretty impressive, I got to tell you. We took the whole mic debacle out of the podcast. At least Carlos promised me he did. I'm going to believe him. I didn't go back and check. But he promised me that he took the mic debacle out of the podcast. But the number of people, Carlos, who were listening when this show went on the air Tuesday night, because the number of responses we got about the mic debacle, everything from how I handled it to making jokes about the mic cord, what would I do without a producer, right, right, bite me. It has nothing to do with a producer. 25 years in this business, not one time has a mic cord ever been unplugged. (laughs) But it was. And so I'm just so relieved. The mic is working. It's working. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. I told you.
I'm in some kind of a wonderful mood. Some kind of wonderful. Week 17 off and running. There is a lot that we will know when this weekend is over. And there may still be a ton of questions that we don't have answers for. From the football realm, we're now into the final two weeks of the regular season. Do you know the playoffs are within shouting distance? I'm loud. The playoffs can hear me from here. Even if you have an indoor voice, which I do not, we are within striking distance of the playoffs. And that supersized wild card weekend, which is all consuming. I'm not sure if you saw the ratings for Christmas Day, but it is clear that we are building to the grand finale of the regular season and that people are all in. Can I tell you, I'm so relieved that my fantasy football season is done because it allows me to focus on real football. (laughs) I'm just so glad it's over. It's stressful. Mom keeps saying, She won her pool. She won her pool. Mom, stop telling people that. It wasn't a pool. But yes, I'm glad that Fantasy Football Championship is done. There's a milestone. First time I've ever won a Fantasy Football Championship. Here's my question. Carlos, you can tell me this. Do you play Fantasy Football? Religiously. Okay. How long do you wait until you go to the commissioner and say, Hello, I have not heard anything about my winnings to the victor go the spoils so where are my spoils how how long do you wait i don't wait for the commissioner i go to the commissioner the second the last point has been calculated (laughs) really hey pay me my money oh okay all right well i haven't done that i know that cynthia freeland who is with the nfl network and and frequent guest on the show runs multiple leagues so i thought maybe i would i would Take a breath and wait. Also, I don't have to declare the income until 2023 taxes if I don't get it until 2023. (laughs) Yeah, people, um, you may not declare your income from fantasy football, but because of the business I'm in, I have to declare it as income. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, So I haven't reached out to Cynthia, but I'm wondering what the etiquette is. Is there etiquette about when you can reach out to ask Well, so how soon can I expect that money in my bank account? Typically, I would say the Wednesday after the games because that's when all the stack really that's when all the stack calculations have taken place. Everything should have been wrapped up by like the Tuesday night prior. So Mm. you should be in the clear. Like if especially if it was a comfortable lead that you won, then you're good to go. Well, she confirmed on Twitter that I did win the league and the league server sent me an email saying, congratulations, you won your league. No money associated with that email necessarily, but it was a fun screenshot with a little picture of a trophy. So, okay, Carlos said, see, this is something that guys are better at than a lot of women. I am, I will say I'm assertive in many areas of my life, but not so much when it comes to, yo, give me my money. It's the one reason I will never do sales. I've done everything in this business you can possibly do except for sales because I can't, I don't take rejection well. When people say no, thank you, even if they don't say thank you, okay, I'm sorry. So I'm a little bit nervous about asking for my money. Also, what if I just somehow made it up and it was like a volunteer league? (laughs) I'm just kidding. It's not. (laughs) 
But I have thought about that. Maybe that's why I'm not hearing from Cynthia. What if somehow I got it wrong and we didn't win the money? (laughs) Nope, that can't be true. Can't be true. All right, so we're going to launch into week 17 in the NFL with a performance by Dak Prescott that I don't know that it inspires confidence as the Dallas Cowboys are still in the running for the top seed in the NFC. And Josh Dobbs makes his first career start. There's a lot of that going around the NFL. Have you noticed? Man, I cannot wait to unload on Josh McDaniels and the Las Vegas Raiders. Let me at him. Let me at him. So we got a lot to do. We've got the college football playoff coming up Saturday night because, I mean, who really wanted to go out on Saturday night, New Year's Eve? You guys, my plans fell through. I'm going to be in my freaking sweatpants watching football. That's what I'm going to be doing. I am so Anyway, yeah, man, this network thing, this 10-year anniversary, it definitely has made me old. So find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page. We are rocking and rolling through these next four hours. I love to hear from you. How did you find the network? How long have you been listening? Maybe this is your first show and you're thinking, this chick is crazy, bat bleep crazy. I just heard J.J. Watt say that, so that's where why it's in my mind. I, I really do want to hear from you. We'll do our Game of the Week poll as well, and we'll launch into Week 17 with the Cowboys now at 12-4. and four. But do they inspire confidence? Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Thanks for being part of this now 10-year saga. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Jason Peters has come in as an extra tight end. Throw it to him. Straight eye formation, second and goal. Hand off Elliott, burrowing, pushing, line of scrimmage, goal line, touchdown Elliott. Another one. Now Dobbs, third and long, pressured, and you're in trouble, young man. Fumbled again at the 30-yard line. Who's got this? Cowboys are certain they've got this fumble. Nobody has said it in a striped shirt yet. Fowler appeared to get the sack strip. 
And we await word formally on who owns the ball. Well, I mean, the league owns the ball, but <laughs> it's Dallas. Cowboys lead the league in fumble recoveries, and there's another one. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. It started out exactly the way the Cowboys wanted it to. An early touchdown drive as well as a field goal by Brett Maher and then a takeaway. That Dallas Cowboys defense so good at taking the ball away from its opponents. Brad Sham on the Cowboys radio network. He is definitely one of the best things about the last 10 years and really about the NFL. We have so many good play-by-play announcers in the National Football League. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. So the Cowboys race out to a 10-0 lead in Nashville against the Titans. Joshua Dobbs making his first career start. But then it goes horribly wrong for the Cowboys. Why? Why are they leaving the door wide open to a team that is resting a number of its starters in preparation for Week 18? Prescott firing right side, and it is intercepted. Fired on a deflection. Receiver and went to Byard for his third INT of the year. Prescott takes the snap, has time, fires, and it's intercepted. Byard, fired at the 40, fired at the 50, fired at the 45, and he's run out of bounds and tackled out of bounds by Smith. Three turnovers by the Cowboys in the first half, and how do you like that? Mike Heath on Titans Radio. Yes, when the dust settled, when the rubble had crumbled to the ground in the second quarter. Three turnovers by the Cowboys. Three consecutive drives, three consecutive turnovers, three all by Dak Prescott. A pair of interceptions as well as a fumble. And this was a game that I heard J. Ron Kerr say afterwards in which they played down to the level of their competition in the first half. And so that was the message in the halftime locker room. And yes, they were able to stay out in front of the Tennessee Titans. They put together solid touchdown drive in the fourth quarter that allowed them to expand their lead, extend their lead. So we saw them rally and we saw their best foot forward in that second half when they needed to, when they felt the pressure from the Titans. At the same time, I don't love this. I don't love the fact that the Cowboys didn't go out there with a killer instinct. Yes, they've already clinched a playoff spot, but they are still alive for the number one seed in the NFC. And man, it makes a huge difference. If the Cowboys would have the number one seed, they'd be hosting a game. Hosting at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington. The first weekend, well, no, they wouldn't play the first weekend. They wouldn't have to play until the divisional round, and they'd be hosting. If they do not get the number one seed because of the NFC beast producing some of the top teams, that means they automatically would fall to fifth in the NFC seedings. There's a huge difference there. You have to go on the road. Regardless of what you might think of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is likely to be your first-round opponent if you're that five seed, just in general. Whoever wins the NFC South will end up having the four seed in the NFC. You're talking about a big difference 
having to go on the road and play against Tampa, a team that's got veterans from its Super Bowl championship two seasons ago. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Joshua Dobbs mostly played smart, level-headed, calmly. He was poised and a milestone for him in his first career start. Third down and six at the seven. Dobbs has a little time. Fires, gets it to Woods at the four. Woods into the end zone. Touchdown, Titans. Joshua Dobbs takes the Titans home. And the ball game continues on. Once again, Mike Keith on Titans Radio. Robert Woods, one of the veterans playing for the Titans. He catches that seven-yard pass from Joshua Dobbs. First career touchdown in the NFL and as you can imagine this is something special to him everyone was obviously extremely excited um so I just ran out I was like yo can I keep this this is my first one please and he's like yeah, yeah you got it you're good <laughs> and then we just celebrated went from there so definitely have it I'm gonna give it to the fam so they can take it back home and uh, find a nice spot for it 20 of 39 for Dobbs, 232 yards, a touchdown, and an interception middle of the fourth quarter. The Cowboys had to respond. So after he threw that touchdown pass late in the third, the Titans pulled within four points. It was 17-13. And here is where we saw probably the best of the Cowboys. A 10-play drive. They go 75 yards. Yes, they did They did show what they're capable of against a limited Titans team. Offense, defense, maybe a a tough gauge. But what I like about this is that they did respond. No, they weren't playing their best football. Yes, they were playing down to the level of their competition in that first half specifically. They left a lot of points out there. They wasted a lot of opportunities. But when push came to shove, As the Titans have pulled within a single score, Cowboys do respond. And this is where we saw the best of what the Cowboys can do. Here comes second down seven. Prescott back, looking left. Throwing it in the back of the end zone for Schultz. What a grab. Did he get it? Touchdown, Dalton Schultz. Oh, what a grab by Dalton Schultz, his second touchdown of the night. Snap comes in, Sam Williams coming, Parsons is coming, he's running away. To his right, throws on the run, intercepted. Deshaun Wright on the right sideline at the 40-yard line. And that's because he's about seven feet tall. (laughs) He he used all of his inspector gadget right there, (laughs) Deshaun Wright. Brad Sham and Babe Laufenberg on Cowboys Radio. They got their 12th win, and yes, we, we got to see who they were, who they are, who they can be. Uh, Holding the ball for five minutes on that possession once the Titans had pulled within striking distance. I don't love it. I don't love a team that waits until its opponent threatens them for them to kick it into high gear. I get it. It's the end of the season, and guys are banged up. The Titans, again, were resting half their starters to be ready for Week 18 because they've got a a winner-take-the-division title battle in Week 18 against Jacksonville. Still, a win is a win is a win is a win. It was a victory on the road, so now the Cowboys have a winning record away from home. And 
They were pushed. And we get to see what they were made of when they were pushed as they earned their sixth win in seven games. This is a resilient team. Coach McCarthy made that our mantra at the beginning of the year and honestly just taking on pain from that we had from last year and using that to move us forward this year and uh, not hiding our scars and just um, you look at the season, you look at things that happened, me going down for five weeks, different guys going down for a week, week at a time, and then even right there at the end, I mean, Tyler goes down, we've got to move somebody else, put Jason Peters in, and nobody blinks Next and just keeps up. moving forward. Uh, this is a great team, a great brotherhood, and resilience is just a uh, perfect word for us. It was Dak Prescott on the Amazon Prime broadcast. How about that? We're wrapping up our first season with Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. And so the Cowboys are still alive for the top seed in the NFC. And Mike McCarthy wants you all to know they just ran the gauntlet over the last month. We came here for the win. I said, you know, we're not going to get into what it's supposed to be and, and things like that because, I mean, that's how you get yourself in trouble. We, uh, you know, did a lot of really good things. I mean, I love the discipline of the, of the, of the team in the first half and everything, but, I mean, that, you know, the takeaways um, were obviously big for us. You know, the giveaways were big. Were big for them. But I mean, there's obviously points off our board that you know turned into points on their board. This was a hard stretch. We we knew this was going to be a hard stretch when it, when, it, when the schedule came out, and and, it, and that that really held true. So um, I'm I'm happy these guys got a couple of days to catch your breath because this has been this has been a tough fourth quarter so far. They have been pushed to be sure. Remember that game against the Texans? They won by four. That one was in Arlington. Then they were on the road at the Jaguars, a hungry Jaguars team that's also pushing for the postseason. Against the Eagles, they won that game 40-34. to That was last weekend. And then turning around on a short work week and taking on the Titans in Nashville, they wrap up at Washington in Week 18. But as you can imagine, this mini-buy for the Cowboys is a huge deal. Meanwhile, for the Tennessee Titans, they're going the wrong way. But because the South Division is so bad, actually in both conferences, the South Division is so bad, they could afford to sit people, weirdly enough, in Week 17 because it's Week 18 against the Jaguars in which they can still win their division title. And we may see Josh Dobbs. It looks like they're trending in that direction. He signed with the team, what, just over a week ago? So this is total insanity, but pretty typical of the NFL. They will have Derrick Henry back, right? It's going to be a ball control game uh, in Week 18. They're going to want to keep the ball away from uh, Trevor Lawrence, who is throwing it really well right now, who's got some great weapons around him. I I mean... As crazy goes, the NFL is is usually leading the pack in sports, but this would be insane. It's one thing to have a Baker Mayfield come in and lead your team in the last month of a season if you're the Super Bowl champion Rams, and you know that you're not playing for anything in the postseason, right? It's completely different to sign Josh Dobbs eight days ago, have him start in week 17 in a game that doesn't really hurt you and can't help you, But in week 18, with a winner-take-the-playoff spot type of a situation, you're going to start a guy who won't have been with you for two and a half weeks? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And yet, that seems to be where the Titans are right now. He was excited for this opportunity, you know, get his first start. And, um, you know, I think something that we've always said that, you know, since I've been here uh, is that it doesn't really matter how you end up here or how you get here. The only thing that matters is what you do when you're here. I think Josh wanted to, to try to do you know, the best that he could. Unfortunately, we lost, and you know, I'm sure he'd like to have the interception back, but 
You know, did some good things, just not well enough. I prepare every single week as if I'm going to start, whether um, I'm dressing, not dressing, starting, not starting. Um, as I said, you know, there's things I could definitely do better out there on the field, but um, I love how I fought personally. I love how the team fought. Took advantage of the opportunity. I'm excited for the next one. I give everyone the analogy like this. It's like, um, you know you have an algebra test every Friday. Um, you know you have to prepare for the test. And you uh, prepare, you do all the homework on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You go through the process, you do the extra work, you go to um, after hours and everything. And then Friday comes after and then you just don't take the test. Sorry, that was what jumped out at me. I... <laughs> Yes, everything else that he had to say was really important as well. Uh, Titans dropped their sixth in a row right after they placed Ryan Tannehill on injured reserve. So unless they reach the AFC championship, which seems um, it seems a bit like a fantasy, let's be fair. Uh, unless they reach the AFC championship, he's not going to play again this year. 22 players on an injured reserve. They lead the NFL in using, get this, here's your nerd alert to start this show 83 different players this season. 83. That's the most in the NFL. So last year, the Titans were the top seed in the AFC. They will certainly deserve all kinds of credit if they end up making the postseason in 22 because of everything they suffered through. Um, Derrick Henry, though, back on the field for week 18, though they've dropped six in a row you're going the wrong way. All right, coming up, a bunch of you on the phones want to weigh in about 10 years, I think. Uh, glad to hear from you. So find me on Twitter, A Law Radio, also on our Facebook page. We are just getting started, but final show of the year for me. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Here on After Hours, we like you as much as you like us. Hey, what's going on? I love the show. Thanks Thank for having you. me on. Hey, enjoying your show, Amy. I'm normally not up to hear you, but you got a hell of a show. Thank you. Hi, Amy. I remember uh, talking with you when you very first started on CBS. You're such a superstar. Amy, thank you for taking my call. First time calling, listening to your show every morning at the travel in the Boston. First time caller to any sports show ever, <laughs> so you are kind of taking my sports show virginity right now. Okay, well, but... it's not creepy at all. <laughs> This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Oh, there's been a healthy dose of creepy over the last 10 years. But for the most part, I would say, even as much of a cesspool as social media can be, the majority of you are very supportive and really enjoy what we do here on After Hours. It it was making me laugh earlier because I was thinking about the number of producers that have worked on this show. <laughs> the number of different people who have been behind the scenes or on the other side of the double pane glass, as I call it. Uh, it's been a revolving door. And part of that is just the nature of the business. But it's also the nature of this time slot. Uh, as a host, I choose to be here. But for many producers and others that cycle through, it's not necessarily their choice to work overnight. And so they use it as a stepping stone. And when there is another position that opens up, they bolt. And I totally understand that. I tell the producers that I work with, 
and there have been probably a dozen in the last 10 years, I tell them, you give me everything you've got for however long you're here, and I will turn you into a world-class producer. And I am really proud of the fact that many of the guys who've left this show or come through this show have gone on to uh, some pretty incredible ventures. My one wish is that I would have a female who would produce. Not that I'm getting rid of producer Jay, because he's definitely the best producer that I've ever worked with. Um, but it it would be really cool at some point in my career to have a female producer as the lead behind the scenes. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, lots of you weighing in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And also on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We got a bunch of calls lined up here, so I want to go through them uh, and give you an opportunity to speak yourself. Tom is listening in Huntsville, Alabama. Tom, welcome to After Hours. Hi, Amy. How are you tonight? I'm good, thank you. Very good. Happy New Year and a fast Merry Christmas. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I've, I've been listening in Huntsville since uh, you were on the doing weekends on the Four Letter Network. Well, that was so that was almost you, twenty years ago. <laughs> I've, been, I've been following you a long, long time, and you never sound happier until you made the switch. <laughs> and I was I was so happy that. That our local uh, radio station here, WMP, made the switch to CBS because yes. they were a a uh, four letter network uh, station until they switched to CBS when y'all started. So yes. I was thrilled. Perfect. I'm glad to hear that. And I uh, I ride around the neighborhood, uh, throwing Wall Street Journal and New York Times. This is a momentous year for me as well. This is my 30th year at this part time job throwing newspapers. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. How consistent you've been over 30 years. My goodness. Uh, I, I just wanted to say thank you to you and all all your producers. You have gotten me uh, through a lot of hard times. I don't know that you will remember. You talked to so many people, but uh, you got me through the death of, a, of my father. You got mm-hmm. me through the death of a longtime pet. Uh, losing my job when I turned 50 years old, which I didn't think would be a big ideal, my day job. Right. But uh, that's the wrong time to lose a job when you're <laughs> after 50. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. And uh, then a brain surgery. You got me through a brain surgery as well. And, wow. and uh, a divorce and then a remarriage. So uh, after I after I made a plan, I'm just not going to get married I found out real quick that God laughs when you say, well, that's my plan. Yo, yeah, yeah, right. If I had known exactly, knew, knew then what I know now, you're right about that. Well, Tom, we're glad to keep you company. Uh, a lot of ups and downs. I think that's pretty much life for any human being. Uh, but thank that's you for true. sticking with us. And, and, and you have been there, and I, I really appreciate it. And uh, the Rocket City, where NASA began, loves the Amy Lord Show. Thank you so much, Tom. Happy New Year to you. Thank you. Let's talk to Jeff, who's in Georgia. Welcome to After Hours CBS Sports Radio. Yes, I'm in Cardinalville, Georgia, where Trevor Lawrence played high school football. <laughs> cool. And I saw the very first game Trevor ever played. I came home and told my wife, that kid's going to make it to the NFL. Yeah, he is. He was amazing in high school. Just as amazing at <laughs> Clemson, yes. And we're starting to see some of that now in the league. Yeah, I'll be winning the championship. I hope so, too. And I've been listening to you ever since you started. I had a stroke in 2011. And you got me through all of that, and I'm still here. 
That's awesome. That is something to celebrate, Jeff. I'm glad to hear yeah, it. Absolutely. And I hope you have another wonderful 10 years. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. You too. You keep hanging in there with us. We got it. Thank you. Amy. All right, Jeff. Happy New Year to you. Let's talk to Faith, who's in Texas. Faith, where in Texas are you? I'm in Fort Worth. Gotcha. Okay. Welcome to the show. Uh, first time caller, but I wanted to say a pre-happy 10 years to you. Thank you. And I, and I started listening to you. I think it was during COVID. Now probably going about two years on my way home from work and like, who is this chick with this voice? It's kind of weird <laughs> and crazy laugh. And man. <laughs> Now I get off at midnight here, but sometimes I stay over just to try to get at least the beginning of your introduction. And so just, just, just have grown to be an Amy lover and your Thank show you. and um, just well, with you, with you talking about your dog and you had me in tears. I follow you now on Facebook with your grandmother. I'm like, yes. wow. So you're just a special person. And I am a Dak, I am a Cowboys fan since Drew Pearson days. That's what started me liking with the big afro, the number 88 in the star, who I thought was so <laughs> handsome. And I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. So I was there. I went, I'm just coming back, getting in, getting back here to Fort Worth tonight or Thursday night, brother. Mm-hmm. And flew into Jacksonville and spent time with my family, but went to that game on the Jags and and the Cowboys, and yeah. I'm like, Dacky, Dacky is my Dacky poo. So anybody that know me, I tell them two things I will be until I die. I'm going to be saved and a Dallas Cowboy fan. There you go. So, but anyway, I just want to just say congratulations to you and bless and peace and blessings to you with health, wealth, and prosperity for 2023 and beyond. Blessings to you. Thank you, Faith. Happy New Year to you. I appreciate that. We're glad that uh, you can hang out with us at night. Thank you. All right. Bless you. <laughs> I love this. From all over the place. Let's talk to Greg, who's in Detroit. Greg, you have about 90 seconds. Go ahead. Okay. Listen, Amy, congrats on the 10 years. Thank but you. Mo- more congratulations on winning the crown in your league. <laughs> Thank hey. you. Priorities. Hey, hey, hey. I called up to talk about my Lions, but forget about it. I want to know your lineup. I know you only okay. got a few minutes ago or whatever. I'll hang up and just give me your lineup real quick. Okay, I will definitely do that. My first overall pick was Tyreek Hill, who at the time I wasn't sure about. Uh, obviously a stats guy, and he turned out to have a career year. So that was huge, even with three different starting quarterbacks for the Dolphins. I also had Dallas Goddard. Until he went on IR, he was a huge piece of my fantasy success. Uh, I have Ramondre Stevenson, who had 3.3 points this past weekend, and I still won. Uh, I had, right. I had Najee Harris, who turned out like he had a slow start to the year, but came on late. Uh, and I also had Raheem Mostert, who did the opposite, was huge early, but then once they acquired Jeff Wilson, didn't have nearly as many right. points. Right. I had Jerry Judy of the Broncos, who was pretty consistent. Uh, I also, in terms of uh, my wide receivers at various points. I picked up Christian Watson, I think, in week 11, and that was massive because that was right when he came on. Uh, I tell people I won my championship in spite of having Aaron Rodgers as my starting quarterback every single week. I think he was only (laughs) over 20 points once. But here's the deal about Aaron, though, Greg. He doesn't really turn the ball over, which is huge. There weren't a lot of times where I was penalized for his turnovers. Listen, Stafford had a bad finger, and I know what it is with the bad thumb. We can't be 
stupid about this. Yeah. I, my Lions are playing him in two weeks, and, and I – He's ready to kill us. So. <laughs> Probably, yes. So yeah. so those were my main. I switched defenses every single week, it seemed like, uh, and also switched kickers until the last few weeks where I had Graham Gano and he's a, a points bonanza. So, yeah, right. those were – I had Noah Fant. Thank you, Greg, for calling in. I appreciate your phone call. I had Noah Fant at different points along the way. I had – Hayden Hurst at one point along the way. I had Robert Woods early on, but those were my main guys. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 